0: You're listening to What the Folklore, Making Sense of Senseless Tales.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What the Folklore, Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I'm your storyteller, Carmen.
0: I'm the crime weaver, Tyler. I'm the chronologer, Gordy.
1: What what does the chronologer do?
0: Well, I'm not sure if that's actually the right word.
1: Well, Is that a real thing? Probably not, but Chrono- it's,
0: chronologist?
1: It's what you are now. What Lean am I talking it. about? Chronicler?
0: Yeah. I'm the you know, like the person who writes down mm-hmm. like the events, like yeah. the chronology of something. Yeah. Chronologist? I think it's chronicler. Either one. You're the chronic. You're you're the my chronic. Co- <laughs> I am the chronic. Dr. Dre, <laughs> get the fuck out of here.
1: You're Michael Crichton's timeline, made <coughs> human. I,
0: Well, I'm okay with being the book. I do not want to be the movie.
1: Never saw the movie. Book was excellent.
0: How do you feel about Chronomancer? Yes. Good. So that sounds more like a time magician. That sounds. That sounds like a good thing that I would want to be.
1: It sounds like the way he would handle chronology anyway. There'd be a lot of Mancy in it.
0: Sure. A fair bit of mancing. <laughs> just mancing around. Just mancing about. In the in the time, in the chronology. <laughs> Up, down, Hithel and fithel. All
1: right, Chronomancer, what do we do on this show? What's the proper timeline for, for this podcast?
0: The true timeline. Tell us. From the beginning? Oh, Chronomancer. From the beginning?
1: Well, like a typical episode. Let's just well, narrow focus here.
0: Number one, you introduce us with the show title, mm-hmm. then I explain how it works.
1: I think you've missed a step in between there. What? The two of you just get us wildly off topic for a few minutes and then we we swing back That's, around. Yeah,
0: usually it comes later. Can you read back the, the notes? No. <laughs> sure can't. <laughs> what well, do you want to know? How about you just ask me the question and I'll tell you the answer. What do we do on this show? <laughs> Uh, Carmen is going to read a fairy tale that Tyler and I she is going to make her selection from the broad library of strange folklore that exists from all the corners of our planet. She has chosen one that we have never heard before and we are going to we're going to read it, we're going to discuss it, we're going to look at plot holes, we're going to look at structure, we're going to consume it as a regurgitate it. as a modern Consumer of pop culture might, which is not the way they were intended to be consumed, but we're gonna do that anyway.
1: And then, like Tyler said, we regurgitate it back out. It's yeah, we'll make and some new. stuff up. Okay, so you guys have uh, two options this week to give you a semblance of control in your otherwise chaotic universe. Mm-hmm. Um, we have from Hungary, Cinderjack. The I tale,
0: absolutely remembered that one.
1: The tale that we've been avoiding for so long. Yep,
0: it's been a while. I'll I'll give you a heads up. I do not remember the next one. I know that was the whole joke of the last episode. Hey, Gordy, do you remember the next one? But yo, it is gone. (laughs) Do I remember a title that we read last week?
1: (laughs) I mean, you just put the episode up today. No. Okay, from Scotland, it is The Last Who Went Out at the Cry of Dawn.
0: I'm voting for a jack attack. Give me one detail about both stories.
1: The latter one is from Women, Folk, and Fairy Tales, edited by Rosemary Menard. And the former is from the same book that gave us him a little bony.
0: What did you say? I said a jack attack. I'm leaning Because toward... I, I knew the bony fact. I am leaning towards Cinder Jack <clears throat> because I think we've spent less time in Hungary. Yes. Than Scotland. Or maybe no time in Hungary.
1: We've, we've spent some time there, I think. We've des- definitely been in the Eastern European area quite a bit.
0: What, what would you say is the greatest hit of the other book that we've gone through? God, I don't remember. You don't remember any them off the top of your head? It
1: was like the Stolen Baron and the Cid. Nah. Let's, um, let's go with Jack. Cool. Oh, Una Nana came from the other one.
0: That's a good one. That's a banger. Yeah. It's a club banger.
1: She's a, she's a Church of the Knife member. Indeed. If I,
0: if I were going to make an album, if these were songs, and I were going to make a mixtape, mm-hmm. that's a good first track that's what you want on your album. Everybody out there trying to make a mix track, you want a banger first. You want like a good stomper as your first track. How many saints does a church make? How many saints? Yeah. How much structure do we need before we can officially say like this church is open for business? Oh, I see. (laughs) Um, How many founding members? Well, we have three. Yeah. I feel like I want more than that. Mm -hmm. Can we get to five? We can certainly try, and then and then reevaluate. Sure, see what's up. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna get it in Cinder Jack, but <clears throat> perhaps not.
1: <coughs> okay, so this is uh, originally from Jones and Crops' Folktales Tales of the Magyars in 1886, um, selected and retold told by Neil Phillip. Good on you, Neil. Actually, a fairly short one too, which All is right. good because we started this late again. <laughs> good job, us. Okay, so I don't have a lot of other information. Let's, Pop to uh, it. let's dive on in. Once there was a peasant who had three sons, and one morning he sent the eldest out to guard the vineyard. The lad went was and was cheerfully eating a cake when a frog hopped up to ask him for a little piece of the cake. Is it like
0: Hostess? Yes. Personal cake? Yeah. yeah. Zebra cake?
1: Yeah, he got some, some good, good zebra cakes. Little Debbie? You know those are good. And the lad knows that they're good, because when a frog asks for a piece of it, he's like, are you sure you don't want anything else? Oh, kid, give me that ho-ho. And then he picked up a stone to drive the frog away. <laughs> this As you is, wow, d- this okay. is my ho-ho, frog. As you do when <laughs> anyone goes for your ding-dong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think
0: if <laughs> um, yeah, if a frog is after your ding-dong. <laughs> is that a real cake? Yeah, it is. It's it is. called a ding-dong. Yeah, like dash- that. <laughs> are they in jail? It's it, it one of those pale creamy ones too? <laughs> Isn't no, that a it's, sex crime? It's a, oh, it's is it it's the, the twirly the cho- one?
1: No, it's the chocolate cake with the white frosting in the middle dipped in the chocolate coating.
0: It's not a Swiss roll.
1: No. Doesn't it that's doesn't a roll. the frosting twirl? No, that's a Swiss roll. A ding dong is like two cakes yeah. with some white frosting in between. It's got a
0: hard out exterior, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always thought I thought that the frosting was twirled. No. I, it's been a long time. Since I've ingested a ding dong.
1: No, I think you're thinking of Swiss rolls, which are rolled up and then the frosting's swirled and then they're dipped in the hard coating exterior. Could be. Ding dongs are flat Swiss rolls with more cake. Swiss... And
0: frogs love them. Frogs right. love
1: them some ding dongs.
0: What I know about and little ho-hos. Debbie, if you are 12 years old mm-hmm. and you're sitting in your middle school cafeteria and you have a zebra cake, then the world is yours. <laughs> it is it is open to make demands. The world is yours to be bought and sold. Yeah. You you control the table.
1: One of my favorite humans in the world was once caught by her then boyfriend sitting, like having skipped class, with an entire box's worth of zebra cake wrappers scattered around her on, on his dorm bed <laughs> while in her underwear watching cartoons currently working on half of the last package of zebra cakes and then reached out and said I saved you one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sounds like college.
1: It sounds like the right way to do a box of zebra cakes.
0: Yeah. If you're gonna do it I think you should just do it. Like there's no point in parsing them out. You should just go for it. Just treat zebra cakes like a box of cheezits. <laughs> Skip yeah.
1: class just and eat all of them. Jam your
0: fist in there and pull them out into your face. Yeah.
1: so the frog left without a word and the lad fell asleep and when he woke he found that the whole vineyard was laid to waste
0: interesting so let's set up a crime scene before before we go any further let's do some batman let's see if we can figure out what happened um, is there, is there any forensic evidence? Like, is there, is it burned down? Is there frog graffiti?
1: All we know is that it, it was has been lain to waste. Is
0: it burned?
1: All we know is that it has been laid to waste. <clears throat> what does that, what does
0: that mean?
1: I think maybe, like, the vines trampled and pulled up.
0: Yeah, probably just torn to shit. So you're saying a frog couldn't have done it on his own, right? Oh. This was a multi-frog job. Because if it's the frog, like, the frog has motive mm-hmm. right and opportunity yes but does he have the means that's he, you need all three
1: he got a free rock from this kid we
0: don't know the time that this kid fell asleep give me we don't know when he woke up give me a psychological profile of this frog
1: he loves the ding dongs
0: he loves loves ding dongs <laughs> boy that'd be yeah <laughs> you open up his file you, you, the FBI interrogator, sitting across from your subject, <laughs> you take a seat in the interrogation room, you open up the file, and just in the center of the page, it says, loves ding-dongs. <laughs> what do you do?
1: Okay, so next day, the father sent his second son to guard the vineyard.
0: The trashed vineyard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. I don't imagine that they did a lot of clearing it up. Is it the dad? And replanting. Is it the dad? Is it insurance fraud? Motive. Motive means? Opportunity. Opportunity. Assuming he has insurance on this crop. Right. Because why why would you send a son? Sending second son is alias. It's a cover, right? You got to keep the story. Okay, that's my theory right now. It's an inside job.
1: Now the father is angry and doesn't know what to do.
0: Well, he's acting angry. He's putting on a he's putting on a show until the insurance check clears. Yeah,
1: the youngest son then reminded him of his existence. Uh, this boy was someone who was always sitting in a corner amongst the ashes, and he was not thought fit for anything, and whom for this reason had been nicknamed Cinder because
0: he sits in the ashes of their fire
1: all day, every day.
0: Yo, cool baby. <laughs> You made cool a cool baby son. You have. <laughs> you made a good one.
1: So Cinder Jack offers to go take care of the vineyard, and the family laughed at him. But then they decided to just let him try his luck. So Cinder Jack went to the vineyard, and he takes out his ding dong, and he begins to eat it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep, nothing wrong with that.
1: A frog again appeared and asked for a piece, and Jack shared it with him. When they had finished the ding dong, frog gave him. A copper, a silver, and a gold rod and informed him that there were three horses who would appear shortly made of copper, silver, and gold and they would try to ta- trample down the vineyard. But if he beat them with the frog's rods they would at once become both tame and his servants and he could and could be at any time summoned to carry out his orders.
0: The plot is thickening.
1: You, you're making a face that indicates you don't like the particular thickness of this plot. I have
0: questions already. I do too. I'm gonna, Did I'm gonna I... hold on to them. I'm not. Okay. Because it's, it's relevant now. <laughs> okay. The frog said, "Like, be careful or they will trample the vineyard.
1: They're gonna try to trample the vineyard, but now you have these rods color coded to beat them.
0: But isn't the vineyard already trampled?
1: Yes. The folktale has forgotten about this. So, or the frog
0: genuinely doesn't know because it's the dad. <laughs> <laughs> what? The frog, the frog saying, like, be careful, they might trample your vineyard, because he really doesn't know that the vineyard is already wrecked, because it was the dad who did it. Is it possible that he hap- this father happened to have three unique vineyards?
1: I Different guess, vineyards? I guess it's possible.
0: Because it seems like a waste of time to defend a twice-trampled vineyard. <laughs> Does the father have, like, chromatic rods? That summon evil horses and the and the frog has the like the rods of good these metallic rods that summon good metal horses. Why is this episode so very phallic?
1: (laughs) Well, the ding dong thing is our fault. Yeah, that's true.
0: I don't think that was written in, but (laughs) there there are a lot of
1: exist in There are a lot of rods. So everything happened as the frog said. I guess he beat the horses successfully, and they're now his servants, and the vineyard produced a rich vintage. But Cinder Jack never told his family how he'd saved it, and he still spent his time, as usual, lying about in his favorite corner, hanging out with ashes. But
0: now cuddling three horses.
1: (laughs) No, he can summon them, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. He just has kind of He's just kind of, I don't know, running his hands over the rods. (laughs) Is he juggling them? (laughs)
1: He's just rolling as them. As,
0: as his parents are like, like, hey, how'd you save the day? I'll never tell. He's got him stuck between his teeth like cigarettes. <laughs> he's just pretending to be a walrus. <laughs> stuck up there like their vampire teeth. <laughs> I don't know, Dad.
1: <laughs> then he goes and rolls them in the ash so he can. And commune with them better, okay, so uh, one Sunday, the king of this land erected a high fir pole in front of the church. He tied Very a phallic. he tied a sprig of rosemary made of gold on the top of it and promised his daughter's hand in marriage to the man who could take the rosemary down in one jump on horseback. Wait, who is this? just a king.
0: the king local king just okay
1: normal king thing. the he,
0: king of town, I'm worried that we're not going to address the vineyard.
1: We have a whole discussion time.
0: I know, but I'm worried the, that like the story is just gonna move the, on. The Vineyard's
1: it. done. It yeah, vineyard,
0: care. Vineyard's arc has concluded in a fine vintage. It was destroyed. Mm Saved from horses. But it was destroyed. Twice. Only twice. <laughs> Only twice. How much time has passed? Uh this it's like a it's like a tower defense game. <laughs> oh wait. where the horses got it like it was on fire and the HP bar was very low, but he saved it at the last moment. I and then it produced a vintage. I see.
1: <laughs> I would. I kind of like to see this version of a tower defense game, where are just pointless and stupid. It's,
0: I, you know, the new hot mobile game: defend your vineyard from horses. I have the basics of a tower defense game, like built out and coded.
1: So we just need assets that resemble I, mostly horses. Mostly, I just and... need yeah
0: the art, and All
1: that right. could happen.
0: Cool, what kind, of, uh, what kind of units do I have to defend my vintage? You have a boy and three rods. <laughs> Beat them to death.
1: And a frog. If you throw a rock at the frog, you lose. A frog will
0: advise you.
1: Give him ding-dong.
0: Ding-dongs are microtransactions. <laughs> if you want frog hints, <laughs> you, you gotta pay human money for digital ding-dongs. Uh... <laughs> Hey everybody! Do you want this game? <laughs> I could, I could genuinely make this game. I don't think it would be that hard. It would be so easy, listener. <laughs> a new
1: a new section on our website for <clears throat> st- stupid.
0: You could you could play it in your browser.
1: Stupid folklore games. I'll release it as a phone app. Like what are you what are you doing there? Well, I'm defending my my uh, my vineyard from these horses. I have to buy more ding dongs though. <laughs> Because the frog's not giving me the good rods. (laughs) Okay, anyway. All the knights of the realm tried their fortune at getting this gold sprig of rosemary, but none of them could jump high enough. How tall is the pole? Uh, Like a fir tree. I guess. And they have to make
0: their horse jump?
1: Yeah. And they have to grab it while the horse is in the air.
0: None of them could get close, right? Yeah. Like, this is just a ridiculous-looking display?
1: Yeah, the, the king just <laughs> right. king just wanted to see a bunch of knights hopping around for his entertainment. And he had a spare daughter lying around, so why not gamble that?
0: Sure. You know, for jokes.
1: <laughs> he's a king. He hasn't heard of some kind of gold jacket he wants yet, so he's gotta pass <laughs> the time somehow. <laughs> so all of a sudden, a knight clad in copper mail on a copper horse appeared with his visor down and snatched the rosemary and and an easy jump, and then quickly disappeared. Two brothers go home, and they tell Cinder Jack what had happened, and he said he saw it much better from where he was, and they asked where he was, and he said, On the top of the hoarding. On the horse, bitches! <laughs> so his brothers had the hoarding pulled down at once so that Cinder Jack doesn't get to look at this display anymore. Wait, what? I don't know what the hoarding is. I'm guessing it's just like a pile of crap that they've got in their yard.
0: <laughs> what happened?
1: If I, if I look up hoarding, it's just going to pull up all those shows about hoarders. The
0: activity. Wait, <coughs> what happened? They did what?
1: So the brothers had seen this knight take down the sprig of rosemary. Right. This is a, I think this is very much a Cinderella tale. Yeah. Just reverse gender. Right. So I think it might be that Arne Thompson type. I'm going to declare that with my fake folklore cap that I've made out of construction paper and a feather. Official. Yes. Um, so his brothers, much like the, the evil stepsisters, were at the ball, or the pole, in this yes. case. And they saw the knight catch the thing. And they come back to tell their brother, who's sitting all dirty in the cinders, about it. And he's like, yeah, I saw. And they're like, what the hell? He said, oh, yeah, I was on top of the hoarding. Uh-huh. Which Google refuses to believe is anything other than the, the TLC show. So
0: <laughs> I like... I like the the premise that somebody decided to to gender swap Cinderella, and they got to the part where a ball was happening, and they're like, "What is this prissy, <laughs> stupid girl stuff? This is boring. Let's I need a I need a, a challenge that is shaped like a peen <laughs> and is a feat of strength.
1: Also, let's throw some extra rods in there just in case anyone gets gets kind of questioning on this." <laughs> All right, and so the hoarding—I'm—I'm I'm going to assume is just a pile of crap that they've got, and they tear it down so he can't watch this anymore because they don't want their their dumb dumb Ash brother to see the spectacle. I guess of the knights. Yeah.
0: Is it is was he on a pile of
1: ash? He's just on on top of something, and they rip it down while he's on it. No.
0: <laughs> like they just start kicking it out from under
1: him. <laughs> no, he's back in his ash pile in the corner of the okay. house. He, just so he, said, he said he had a good view from there, and so they're like, well, screw that. You don't get good views. You're a dumb, dumb Ash brother. You can't have better views than we do. But his
0: view was on the horse.
1: Well, they don't know they, that.
0: I thought he just said it.
1: No, he said on top of the hoarding. Oh. That's why I can't figure out what hoarding is, because Google thinks yeah. it's a TLC show. They don't, gotcha.
0: they don't want him to be able to look.
1: Yeah, because they're nasty older brothers, yeah. and he's their weirdo Ash boy. Yeah, okay. Okay, so the next Sunday... The king puts out a higher pole. So he's not going to f- follow his promise. He's a king. He just wanted to be entertained.
0: Also, that person disappeared. So he can... He that can that too.
1: Yeah, he's got... feigned ignorance. He's got plausible deniability. Oh, the wind did it. Um, so this higher pole has a golden apple at the top. And whoever yeah. wanted to marry the princess had to take the apple down now.
0: It has a has a what?
1: Golden apple.
0: We've seen those before. We
1: have indeed. Where? In another Eastern European tale.
0: Almost always in stories about Boney's daughters.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, okay.
0: That's enough of a connection for me.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll pick on that one a little <laughs> bit later. It's enough to speculate. Um, so hundreds upon hundreds tried in vain till a knight in silver mail on a silver horse took the apple and disappeared. Cinderjack told his brothers again that he'd seen it better than they did and he'd watched it from the pigsty this time. So they pull down the pigsty, too.
0: (laughs) They cave in the pigsty on their pigs. It's like office space. They're just beating it. They turn away the pigs into the woods.
1: (laughs) Where they're picked up by a half-hedgehog man (laughs) and taken into the fold.
0: Can that just be a thing? We
1: assume. Like, if, if
0: pigs disappear...
1: That Hans has just been collecting them.
0: Yeah, there's there's like night footage of like <laughs> d- gleaming eyes in the dark of a forest, whispering to pigs. Hans my beckoning hedgehog. them forward. Hans, my hedgehog, episode eleven.
1: <laughs> a teeny tiny hedgehog body on full size man legs just picks up a pig under each stubby little hedgehog arm, <laughs> and walks off into the woods.
0: <laughs> he pats them twice and says, "These will do nicely." <laughs> That'll do, pig. <laughs> I have a theory about this armor. Yeah? hmm.
1: Is it a theory for now or a theory for the discussion?
0: Uh, confirm my theory with the next set of armor, please.
1: On the third Sunday, a silk kerchief woven with gold was displayed at the top of an even higher fur pole. And once again, no one could get at it till a knight in gold mail on a gold horse showed up and got it before galloping off.
0: Mm-hmm. He's got power coins.
1: So Cinder Jack told his brothers that day that he'd seen it better from the top of the house, and the envious brothers took the roof of the house off.
0: What is dad doing? Uh, smoking. Oh darn you kids.
1: He's he's enjoying the fine vintage that they're vineyards. He's been <laughs> sloshed.
0: <laughs> on, on, he he went through two thirds trampled well. Wine. <laughs> it made it better.
1: That's that's what they named their wine <laughs> either, company now. Either
0: that or this this vineyard was trampled twice. Yeah. Right. Does it say like the next day? It's one day between these. The sun's guarding it. Yes. Oh, I was gonna say like the the vineyard got trampled and then they waited for it to grow again. <laughs> like waited a growing season. <laughs> And then it got like so. His returned. So he's been through two growing seasons without his wine, he and, and he is having a very bad time.
1: If anyone out there has a vineyard and is looking for a new name for their wine, two thirds trampled could be <laughs> a pretty fun story. And Tyler and I could probably work on some dumb dumb wine art for you. Just horse feet
0: stomping grapes. <laughs>
1: So the king guessed that the copper, silver, and gold knights were the same knight. And he announced that this knight should come forward and bring the things to prove that he's earned the, the bride. But no one came.
0: His herald cries through the town. Hear ye, hear ye, bring the things!
1: So the king ordered every man in the realm to appear before him.
0: And empty their pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what's in there. He had, he had his... his Biggest burliest knight flipped them all upside down. <laughs> One through at their, a time. Like rummaged through their backpacks, dumped them on the floor, pull their pants down. It's got a lot of milk money. Yeah, of so, the peasantry.
1: So, um, still the knight could not be found until at last he decided to show up, clad in gold mail and gold on a gold charger, which is a horse or a car. I know I what mean, that is. Whereupon. I know horse words. Whereupon bells were rung and hundreds of cannons were fired irresponsibly into the crowd. (laughs) They were just Just on his arrival? Yeah. They see him and they're like, yeah, ring the bells, fire the cannons. So the king planned a surprise party for him. (laughs) Yeah. Except instead of confetti, it's cannonballs. Everybody be quiet. We're going to pop
0: out when he gets here. (laughs) And then shoot these cannons off.
1: So this knight handed the princess the rosemary, the apple, and the handkerchief and respectfully asked her hand in marriage. When she said yes, he lifted his visor and all the people recognized Cinderjack who had, they had even forgotten to ask come into the king's presence.
0: Aw oh, shit, it's Pigpen. <laughs> it's Dusty Boy.
1: It's Ash Billy. So the good-hearted lad had his brother's house rebuilt and gave them presents. He took his father to live with him. And Away to,
0: from his destructive brothers.
1: <laughs> and, and to join the AA in the palace.
0: And then, he left his brothers to form a backyard wrestling league. Where they could just <laughs> track their house over and over again.
1: <laughs> and then the old king died pretty soon after that, and Cinder Jack became the new king.
0: Cool. Cinder King.
1: Cinder Jack is reigning still and is respected and honored by all his subjects. Still. Still.
0: Because Good on you, Jack.
1: It's got some implications.
0: <clears throat> Good on you.
1: All right. Are you ready to discuss? Yes. <clears throat> Can't we have to tear the story apart? I oh, don't know, there's a golden apple and an apparently immortal new king who lives in ash. I know that's just like a story sign off. Like the mouth of the, the last person to tell his tale is still warm. Yeah. Because yeah, no sure. one knew how to finish this, there's no the end. They just did the weirdest possible mic drops at the end of their tails. Do you think
0: that blew people's mind the first time it happened? Somebody just said the end, and they're like,
1: what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're still here.
1: How can you just say that?
0: <laughs> you no, it isn't. The end of what? No, it's, ev- still, no, it's ev- still going.
1: Everything? What?
0: <clears throat> so these horses. Yeah. What brought their fury? <laughs> To this particular vineyard.
1: Well, it seemed to be. Well. Okay. Well, it could be a punishment directly related to the frog, or it could just be that the frog had the necessary protections against them. I
0: mean, I assumed it was it was the frog's vengeance, but the frog provided the the way to defeat them after being bribed with cake. Yes, but the, the cake is what he wanted initially. Right, so, like, once he was given it, mm-hmm. then he repaid by giving control over these horses. Thing is, do these rods also summon the horses, or do you just have to wait around until you happen to see them, and then you can get control of them?
1: So, so guys? Yeah. We got a few threads here. Okay. You guys mentioned the, the gold apple as being a, an obvious bony daughter connection. Mm-hmm. What if the frog is not a he, but a she?
0: We have seen magic frog women before.
1: Specifically one woman connected directly to Koshe the Deathless. Yes.
0: Yeah. Was that the original or our original like meeting?
1: Before we knew that Immortal Bony slash Coset the Deathless had twelve daughters. Yeah.
0: Is that Vasilisa? Was that a Mm, Vasilisa story? I don't think it might it's have a been, Zarevna frog, Yeah, right? it is a Zarevna frog. I don't remember if that was a Vasilisa or not.
1: She might have been a Vasilisa. There are a lot of Vasilisas.
0: <laughs> An Eastern European whatever. I don't I don't business. think it's the
1: same Vasilisa who encounters Baba Yaga in a few tales, but... It's but... one of the threads. So we got that one. Yes. That's a pretty big one. Like, she could be... Since she shows up and he's not got any daughters and she has this whole shtick with him... Mm-hmm. She could be, like, an agent that he just keeps around in frog form.
0: Yeah. Who
1: keeps? Uh, Boney. Is she a daughter? Yeah, we we assume that the frog person who had some kind of soul packed with Boney once her frog skin was burned.
0: Yes. We're just going to assume this story has the invisible hand of Boney's presence. Yeah, something, I think so, yes.
1: something's going on Boney's side with this. Okay, so the second thing. Yeah. We have this.
0: That is maybe my least favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers album. <laughs> Something's going on, Bony
1: Side. We got the, the copper, silver, and gold motif. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which were also in the Master Maid, another person we decided was a Bony Daughter. The cauldrons. Yes. Yeah. Boiled those three yeah. metals. We don't know where he got the mail or the armor from. Like, that wasn't part of the contract.
0: I have I have a theory. Yeah? The coins. The coins? The frog gave him those three coins.
1: Gave him rods. I
0: thought he gave him coins. It was rods. Rods to control the horses? Is that what you mean? <clears throat> yeah. It was rods. Right. I thought he got coins as well.
1: No, it was just the rods.
0: Well, I don't know where I got coins from then. <laughs> I think, I think I was when sure you, heard, you said coins at some point.
1: When you heard a copper, yeah. you probably like, assumed, assumed coin. coins, but it was a copper, a silver, and a gold rod. Right.
0: Well, I knew that he had those. I thought he had also been given money.
1: No. Although he could have sold the rods for money, because we don't see them.
0: That's true. Or, or they morph, which was what I was going to say with the coins.
1: Was it the coins turn into mail? Yes. I mean, it's possible the rods do, too. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the well. The horses are also capable of becoming his servants and can at any time be summoned to carry out his orders. So perhaps blacksmithing is one of the things they can do.
0: <laughs> oh boy, that is an image I very much enjoy. What now? A horse, blacksmithing mail for him. Yes. Get in the forge, horse. I need new clothes. Yeah. For I mean for Cinderjack. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the horses are, yeah. are beholden to his every command, including... Including <laughs> get in forced forge. to make armor. Yes. Make some armor horse. Okay. So... So if we assume that the frog <laughs> is a bony daughter, and that the golden apple is...
1: One of theirs.
0: One of theirs is acquired by bony-related means. Yeah,
1: because the Maid had a golden apple, and all the...
0: It, it was currently in the hands of the king. Yeah? Yeah. So how did he get it? <clears throat> and for what purpose?
1: There was a king who had a golden apple tree that was being raided by Boney's Daughters. What's that? The, the king who had the golden apple tree, and that tree kept getting raided by the bony Daughters. Right.
0: Yeah. So they have a stockpile. So
1: it's possible it's that king, or a trade with that king, or that it is a bony Daughter apple. That has somehow come into this king's possession
0: <clears throat> is is that the is that <coughs> excuse me is that the passing of the torch of kingship what do you mean i mean is boney passing on his title no is 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 that boney's blessing oh, of kingship it, is it an endorsement and is is that how he is that how he shifts his chess pieces in the mortal world he's I saying don't. he gave the apple to have this kingdom under his control. Well, I'm saying there was a king. He had a gold apple. Yes. When he lost the apple, he passed away. Now there is a new, probably immortal king. Is it apple related? In our in our fiction.
1: I I don't think the apple itself can face the power
0: of immortality. No. Traditionally, they do.
1: Well, the golden apples can. Immortality in,
0: in Norse mythology, that is what keeps the gods eternally young, is okay. golden apples. And All I right. think in Greek mythology, Atalanta's golden apples
1: might do the same thing. I know they do something. I know that one started the, the war with Troy. Mm-hmm. Related, yeah. Um. So yeah, the apples could be an immortality thing, which could also explain why the daughters are constantly raiding... This one king's supply. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, they're useful. Perhaps they only grow above ground. They right. don't grow in the underworld.
1: Hmm. So this king could have come into a possession of the gold. Like, the frog could have been working behind the scenes with the king, too. Yeah. Like, setting all this up. Right. What if this is the king who gets the golden apple tree? Yeah. Like, he plants that apple. And this is pre-Swan times. King-king or cinder-king? Cinder-king becomes that king.
0: I could see that.
1: And they're kind of setting up a kingdom for the taking 'cause like his daughters are immortal too. Right. Yeah, you know, there's no reason for them to just sit around, right? Like yeah. they could they could have been setting this up for that future king.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The future mm-hmm. marriage situation.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: And then Cinder Jack becomes his dad essentially. Because right? becomes whose dad? His own dad. Like an what? alcoholic. <laughs> Well, like like your parents tell you, I hope you have a kid just like you. Yes. So Cinderjack grows up.
0: I see what you're saying
1: now. He, he's planted this golden apple that got him this kingdom. Yes. And and it's sprouted a golden apple tree, and it's getting raided just like the vineyard. Yes. <laughs> um, but
0: a two apple tree.
1: But he has three sons just like his dad did. Uh huh. First two are useless, just like his brothers. Uh huh. And then the third one is luckily charismatic enough to make friends with a wolf or something. I don't remember if that's that's, <laughs> okay. the, that's the wolf story, right? Yes, I think yeah. you're right. <laughs> and have a wolf <clears throat> do all the work for him.
0: <clears throat> because that king loses his kingdom, doesn't he? At the end.
1: I think yeah, I think a, his son and a bony daughter take possession of a kingdom.
0: So so the recurring narrative in these bony stories that is starting to form anyway is that something happens with these kings where they lose their favor with Boney, or Boney's daughters. I
1: don't think they lose their favor, they just, they're not useful anymore. Right,
0: they outgrow usefulness.
1: Because I don't think Boney cares about any of the mortal people he's encountering. Sure. Like, whether Boney's behind his daughter's actions, or whether his daughters are operating as free agents against Boney's will, because Boney does... Which we haven't decided Boney does chase after them. Yes. And we're not sure yet if he's actually trying to get them or if it's all, oh, you, you got away from me again. We're not sure Naughty what level girl. of
0: chess they're all playing.
1: Right. So, yes. But the end result another. the end result seems to be the same, which is that Bony daughters are getting placed in kingdoms. Yes.
0: They're making moves. And they're moving up in the world. That is for sure. We don't know the passage of time between the stories. We don't because these kings could be around for a very long time before they end up losing yeah. their kingdom whatever suits the narrative
1: yeah boney can keep them alive for as long as he wants he's the mad king of the underworld
0: <laughs> do we need to address just this story on its own yeah i'm still i'm still not satisfied with the horse situation what, like where the is horses came from that's my that's my big question is your is your um is your premise that the horses were a test. A frog test.
1: The frog set the whole thing up.
0: Right. Like if if hypothetically First Brother was not a dip and had shared his cake with the frog, would he have done would he have gone through the trials of Cinder Jack instead of Cinder Jack?
1: Yeah, I think I think Frog's setting up a test. Okay. Because I think Frog gave Apple to <clears throat> Old King. Yes. So, the frog's been setting up this test, I guess, as a reward for whatever small kindness this guy can show, yeah, or or willingness to follow orders.
0: Right. Part one is the obedience of handing over the cake. Part two is (laughs) defeating the horses.
1: I don't think defeating the horses is a trial.
0: Well, we don't know. We're not given that information.
1: I mean, it wasn't important enough to be part of the story, so so I think... He just gets well, that's p- never
0: indicative of anything in
1: mean. <laughs> these. That's true. But he's just given these rods, and sure, they'll they'll control the horses. And the horses could be one of... of... But they had to be beat. Yeah, theoretically. Well, that was part of the... Yeah, the... like beat them with the rods, and yeah. then they'll... So the horses are either part of Boney's rather extensive stable of weird magic horses.
0: Menagerie.
1: Because <laughs> he said, Welcome,
0: kids, to Boney's Menagerie.
1: He's had a couple horse bros.
0: If Boney wants to get magic horses, I believe he can get some magic horses. (laughs) He's got a guy for that. Yeah, he has a horse guy, for sure. If
1: nothing else, he can borrow Baba Yaga's horses.
0: He's connected.
1: Although her her horses aren't copper, silver, and gold. They're, I think, red, white, and black. So if we see those, he's borrowed them from Baba Yaga.
0: Could be painted. It's
1: true. Could be other sisters in disguise. Since they're all shapeshifters, though they do seem to favor birds and frogs. Are the day
0: horses part of this region too?
1: The day horses?
0: Yeah, like the knights that represent the time of day. I think that's similar. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a Baba was, Yaga was that story. In a Baba Yaga story? Yeah, that
1: was Baba Yaga's whole deal. So, so it's
0: got to be nearby. So magic horses are are they're around? They are flush with magic <laughs> horses. Yeah, they're available.
1: We got sky horses somewhere. <laughs> yes, also that. we haven't traced the origins of sky horse. I don't think so. Yeah, magic horses are easy to find. Yeah. So these could be actual magic horses that they just happen to have in their employ, or it could be daughter shapeshifted to continue the facade. But I, th- I think the horses themselves were not the important thing. They were just the means to the end of placing this guy who will willingly and unquestioningly follow orders from a frog and therefore probably from anyone. Yeah. Okay. In a place where he could spawn an even more dip-witted son to be an ideal pawn. I mean,
0: if you're looking for a lackey to push around, you could do worse than the kid who sits in act all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and whose like, family mocks him Yeah, it Seems like an
0: okay place to start. <laughs>
1: like the the bony. You might have
0: an in with that one.
1: <laughs> the bony daughters have never targeted a prince. Who's admirable in any way right. for intelligence or other good qualities? Yes, like they seem They're to all be all simp's. They seem to be specifically targeting the ones who can be easily manipulated and moved around. Like these are just an into a kingdom.
0: What were the other two objects briefly?
1: Uh, rosemary, rosemary, not mistletoe. So rosemary sprig and a an, and a handkerchief.
0: Was yes. it golden handkerchief? Are they all gold?
1: Embroidered with gold threads.
0: I don't know the relevance of those two items, if any.
1: I don't know. We haven't really encountered rosemary. Um, We've seen handkerchiefs. I don't know that it's relevant, but like the master maid had a handkerchief with the blood on it that she gave to her daughter. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd read it. Her canonical
0: daughter, the goose girl. Yep. (laughs) I don't know if I'd read into handkerchiefs.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't (laughs) either. That's pretty common. I think... I think the other two are the red herrings, and the apple being placed in the middle to uh-huh. be most overlooked, to be conspicuous. Right. I think that's that's the real kicker.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a boring trial. I'll say that of this story. Ooh, the jumping. Yeah, you jump high, jump higher, jump highest.
1: Yeah. Well, they can't do anything too complicated because they know what kind of man they've picked out for this.
0: Yeah. They There's just limited need. Limited skills.
1: They need to sit a simpleton on top of a magic horse. And have him touch an apple.
0: He does speak, right? He tells his brothers like he had a good view. Yeah. Audibly. Yeah. uh, Because a lot of the time I was just picturing Onion. (laughs) (laughs) Or they kind of (laughs) understand his (laughs) gestures. Right.
1: Like Onion as an ash monster. Yeah, just a little ash
0: boy. (laughs) Onion from Steven Universe. Yes. Yeah. For our listeners. I don't know that I have much else other than that.
1: I think I think this is a puzzle piece in the broader immortal bony tapestry. Yeah, I do like seeing the Zarevna frog show up again.
0: Sure, looking for ding dongs.
1: <laughs> looking for ding dongs. She's got a long wait before an arrow shows up and picks her <laughs> out as a wife or whatever. Forget how that went. I think. So this is a
0: side quest for the frog.
1: Yeah, this is. I mean, they're they're putting their the frog pe- had time to kill. They're putting their pieces in place. Yeah. I'll just say that. She, for whatever reason, has frog powers. A couple of them seem to be able to transform into a things other than bird, though the majority do seem focused on bird,
0: like a church. Yeah, like a church. <laughs> Mostly birds, <laughs> sometimes a church. I still like. I don't know how much you guys think about the characters that we read about after we've finished discussing them. Sometimes, like how much their 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 stories and plights linger with you. Yeah, I still think about how bad I feel for that horse. Oh
1: no, me too. That that horse yeah. has had one of the worst. That lots horse's of,
0: trauma of being a bell. Yeah.
1: <laughs> of any of any creature we've read about, that horse has had it the roughest, and that includes all of the animals that ended up in the death pond outside <laughs> of that old <one> castle.
0: <laughs> Just a, a bit of. Like waterlogged cats, because
1: <laughs> at least their suffering came to an end. Sure, they didn't. They, <laughs> they didn't, didn't spend the rest of their life wondering <laughs> when they might turn into has a bell again.
0: Just begun. Yeah,
1: because he doesn't know. He doesn't know if it's going to happen again. Yeah, at any moment he could be a bell.
0: Like I wonder if that horse went on to like host seminars <laughs> for other horses. <laughs> he
1: gave horse TED talks.
0: <laughs> it's possible. That is a real nightmare.
1: Horace too. Send it for you guys.
0: I'm satisfied. Yeah.
1: I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners who've been emailing us lately. I promise I've I've read all of them. It's just kind of a busy time, so I'm going to be going through and and finding in chronological order our story suggestions and noting those soon. We're just I'm just trying to get through this month. So
0: we do have a growing swath of them. So there will be yeah, it'll, it'll there will be, be a time.
1: where yeah it's a backlog but we will get through all of it and we do appreciate your suggestions keep them coming um and just just thanks we it it warms our hearts and souls
0: to hear not only that you listened to the words that we said but considered them and then wanted more (laughs) suggested some new ones
1: So I apologize for the length of time it's been taking to get to these suggestions, but I, I have not forgotten you, and I, I do appreciate Thank you to our patrons. Thank, thank you, patrons. You patrons. Thank you, Doug.
0: Thanks, Doug. Thank you, Doug.
1: We're what the for. That's how it works. Chala de the the happily ever after de Hideo The Hide the Hide de happily ever after
0: This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have any feedback for us, you can leave it either by Gmail or Facebook. Our Gmail account is wtfolklore at gmail.com and our Facebook page can be found at facebook.com. Slash WT folklore. Feel free to send in stories if you have any particularly odd pieces of folklore or mythology that you would like to hear us talk about. Special thanks to the brobdingnagian bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales.